Star Wars 7x7 episode 2270. Today, the first of my two-part interview with Catherine Tabor, Padme Amidala from The Clone Wars, and also the narrator for two of the stories in Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Catherine Tabor. Catherine Tabor's film and television credits include Nickelodeon's The Loud House, Jane the Virgin, Star Wars The Clone Wars, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. The Georgian native is the winner of multiple earphones awards for audiobook narration. In addition, Catherine has lent her voice to some of the most beloved animation and gaming franchises, including Minecraft Story Mode, X-Men, Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Metal Gear Solid, and Final Fantasy. Then in particular to our discussion, she narrates two of the stories in Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark, and we're going to talk about each of those two stories in these two episodes. Today, we're going to talk about Pursuit of Peace, which is the Padme-focused story. And the questions I had prepared for her were about what it's like to perform Padme when she's doing it for audiobook narration versus what it's like for her when she's doing doing it for animation, and then also what it's like to, you know, have performed the character of Padme for a decade now, and whether this story actually, you know, helped her learn something new about Padme or reinforced existing things that she knew about Padme, which we'll get into conversations about the episode and about you know, her thinking about the character as she had performed Padme's character in the two episodes from which Pursuit of Peace is based and inspired by. And it turns out that she has done the voices or done, you know, narration voices for a few different characters who also appeared in the Clone Wars. And yet there are two particular characters that she's never done narration voices for until now, until this Pursuit of Peace story. And we're going to talk about the experience of doing those voices as well. Now, before we get to the interview, just one real quick shout out to our friends at Audible, thanking them for letting me offer you a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial by going to sw7x7.com slash audible. One more time, that is sw7x7.com slash audible to get your free audiobook audiobook download and free 30-day trial. And if you decide to subscribe to the service, well, that does help support Star Wars 7x7. So thank you very much for considering it and for supporting the show. And now, without further ado, here is part one of my two-part interview with Catherine Tabor, Padme Amidala in The Clone Wars, and narrator for Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Catherine Tabor, thank you so much for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. How are you today? I am doing great and super happy to be here. Fantastic. Um, I know we only have a limited amount of time, so I'm just going to jump right in. We are talking about Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark, and you narrated two stories for that book. The first one was Pursuit of Peace, and you get to reprise your role as Padme Amidala. How is performing as Padme for the animated series different for um, from performing her as an audiobook narration in terms of, say, you know, preparation or direction you receive, anything like that? I think at this point, um, she's such second nature to me. Um, like it's been over a decade. And then um, I, I know that you're you're a fan of audiobooks, And so you probably know I've also just recently done E.K. Johnston's uh, Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow. Mm -hmm. So I had already had the luxury of doing Padme audiobook um, work. So it just felt like 
honestly, it felt like second nature. I think the thing that was different and exciting about this one was having all of my castmates surrounding me, even though it, they weren't really surrounding me, because that's, of course, one of the differences is we used to record together. And for audiobooks, we were all separate, but I, I somehow still felt their presence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's great that you mentioned the E.K. Johnston books, because you have to do the narration and, you know, different voices for the other characters with whom you're normally interacting. And it was kind of shocking uh, to me to realize, but um I don't think you've ever done voices for Anakin or Ahsoka before. Was that experience unusual for you? It was daunting. Um, the Ahsoka was not. Uh, not. I don't know why. Like, I guess partially just because female characters are, are easier um, for me to do, obviously. Mm. Um, <laughs> but when I did Queen's Peril, I think so. At that point, the most daunting voice that I had had to do was James Arnold Taylor, um, Obi Wan. Uh. Um, and that was like, oh my gosh, he's like my best friend, and now I'm gonna like be doing his voice. Is this gonna be like, you know, parody? Is it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> so I felt such pressure. I actually made him like read a couple of lines for me that I was trying to mimic. Ah. Um, but then to do Anakin, oh my gosh, that was that was even harder. And I think. What's funny is like, you know, in, in Queen's Shadow and Queen's Peril, I have to do things like Palpatine, which obviously are, <laughs> are a huge stretch for me. And so it's just kind of, you know, like uh, the producer, Nick Martorelli, and I always laugh about that. I'm like, why am I not getting the full Palpatine book? You know, my, <laughs> my impression is impeccable. Um, but there was something about doing Anakin and Matt's voice uh, where he's he's a classic handsome guy. He's not like, doesn't have some crazy accent or some crazy like sort of hook mm -hmm. that I could glean onto. Um, so it was just like, Oh my gosh, how do I do Anakin? Ah. Um, and, uh, that was, that was very daunting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know whether, um, Matt has heard your rendition by chance? I don't, you know what we, what's funny is that we all talked right before it, but we haven't really had like a big, you know, run through, sit down, Zoom call type thing since we have, um, since it, it came out. But now that you say that, we really should do that. So we, can, <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can judge each other. Yes. <laughs> I imagine that's, you know, a little bit more difficult to arrange these days, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, now that you, you know, have been, you know, the voice of Padme for, geez, more than a decade, that almost seems insane to say. It does. Um, you know, and obviously you're doing her voice not just for the Clone Wars TV series, but also for books like E.K. Johnson's books. Um, when it comes to this story, do you feel like you, you know, learned anything new or feel like that it reinforced or expanded on certain aspects of her character for you with this particular story? This was something, again, that happened with um, with E.K. as well. Um, whenever I go to read something that someone has written, you know, from the Padme perspective, it's really uh, – it, it makes me nervous because I'm like, oh, my gosh, are they going to, like, have her saying things that aren't, aren't her and, you know, and what am I going to do then? I've got to read this. So I was so thrilled with the job that Anne Ursu did um, – and I felt like she just really got her to. And it was it was just a beautiful chance to get into her head more than we did in the show with this story. Um, and that part where she's, you know, the whole idea that she wasn't really supposed to get up and speak that day. She wasn't supposed to be the one addressing the Senate. 
and the fact that she then has to just basically like pull herself together, get her courage together. And she steps out onto that stage for the first time. And it's just like, it's almost as if her fate is just coming to fruition in that moment. And the story did such a great job of, um, of giving us that feeling from her perspective that I just, I just loved it. And I'm, I'm so grateful to these authors who clearly love our Senator and queen as much as I do because they, (laughs) they, they do her such honor in their writing. Yeah. And it does really upon the rewatch of the two episodes upon which this is based, it, it does like you carry it through and it adds another dimension to the viewing of it after the fact. Yeah, I totally agree. The whole point about like, you know, it, and all eyes are on her and then suddenly she is not afraid. I mean, I, I, I like I could feel it, you know, and it's funny because I'd already done the episode, but I could <laughs> feel it again. Like all of these all of these stories are so cool because they really what like what you just said, they just they just inform everything and add layers to the stuff that was already fascinating. But now it's just more layered and more fascinating. Yeah. All right, we're going to stop it right there, and we will come back for the second half of my interview with Katherine Tabor in tomorrow's episode. For now, though, thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.